Let's stop right there and just think about that. Who is Jesus? Who do you think Jesus is? Because you have to make a choice of who Jesus is. Is Jesus the Son of God? Is he God incarnate in the flesh? Did he live? Did he perform the things that the Gospels say that he did? Did he die on a cross? Was he raised from the dead? Is he alive right now? Is Jesus who he said he is? Because either he was a liar, or he was insane, or he was the Son of God. Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Virtual Sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love so that you can say to your families, your friends, your co-workers, and your social media worlds, I will be your church. Your host for today's episode is Ben Church. Today we are talking about the temptations of Jesus. I'm reading this in Matthew chapter 4. And this is when Jesus was out in the wilderness. He's being tempted by the devil. And this is the third temptation. Let's read, starting in verse 5. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. So here we have the devil quoting scripture. And if you'd like to actually read the scripture that the devil is quoting in this passage, it's Psalm 91. Very powerful psalm. That is a psalm for every single believer in God, in the Lord Jesus Christ. That is our inheritance. And so I would encourage you to read Psalm 91. Meditate on it. In fact, I actually have on my desk here, Psalm 91 turned into a prayer. The scriptures put into the first person into a prayer form. So in other words, here would be verse 1. Today I dwell in the secret place of the Most High, so I abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And then it just continues in that way. Putting it into the first person, praying it to the Lord, the scriptures that are spoken out in that psalm. And down towards the end of that psalm, here's the actual passage that the devil was quoting to Jesus. For he gives his angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways. They bear me up in their hands, lest I dash my foot against a stone. So here the devil is saying to Jesus a passage of scripture that is a promise of God to his people. And he's tempting him. He's saying, Throw yourself down. See if God's word is really true. And Jesus is saying back to him another scripture. You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. I think one of the main things that I can take from this scripture is the Bible interprets itself. How many times have you come across a random scripture that could say something and maybe it, it's taken out of context. People have taken a single scripture somewhere and twisted it to mean something else and gets people led astray. Well, here Jesus is putting into context that scripture. 
So even though the Bible does say that he will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone, that is a true scripture. But Jesus puts it in context to say, well, that's not necessarily always true if you're twisting it and using it to test God in a certain way. In other words, we're not living the scriptures out and following Christ just to try to test God to see if his word will work or if it won't work or there's different situations. No, we're supposed to follow the word of God because it's true. And we're following the scriptures because they're leading us in our daily lives. And we're trusting in God and we're seeking out his truth. And then we're comparing other scriptures to scripture, letting scripture interpret itself. One of the main ways of studying the Bible is letting Scripture interpret itself, finding out the context, see what it's talking about, taking it at its original intent, and then knowing that that is the truth. Not applying today's morals and today's culture and the mores of today to the Scriptures that were written thousands of years ago. No, the Scriptures written in their original context are the true meaning of what God has spoken. And those scriptures will last forever. When we talk about the scripture in John 17, Jesus' prayer to the Father, he says, my words will abide forever. His words are true. The Bible is truth that does not change because God does not change. He's the same yesterday, today. He'll be the same forever. Our culture changed. Our Opinions change, our actions constantly change as human beings, but God's word never changes. It's always the truth. So as followers of Christ, we are continually lining ourselves up to God's word. We're continually on a daily basis seeking the face of God through the scriptures, through the inward witness of the Holy Spirit who dwells within us to be led down the path of righteousness that God has called us to live by. And that's a very straight and narrow road. But the easy way, the broad way, the broad road that leads to death and destruction is the easy path. So this is a hard way. It would have been easy for Jesus to throw himself off the temple. Think about that. The Son of God. Remember, that's the first temptation that Satan says. If you are the Son of God. Well, what was he supposed to say? No, I'm not the Son of God. So I'm not going to do it? No, he was the Son of God. He is the Son of God. And so that was the temptation. Hey, prove who you are. Are you really who you say you are? Are you a liar? Are you an imposter? Are you an insane person? Are you out to deceive humanity, calling yourself the Christ? Let's stop right there and just think about that. Who is Jesus? Who do you think Jesus is? Because you have to make a choice of who Jesus is. Is Jesus the Son of God? Is he God incarnate in the flesh? Did he live? Did he perform the things that the Gospels say that he did? Did he die on a cross? Was he raised from the dead? Is he alive right now? Is Jesus who he said he is? Because either he was a liar or he was insane. Or he was the Son of God, and he is the Son of God. That means he's alive today, and that means all will bow before him, either right now willingly or in the future forcibly, 
and then cast out from his presence because we did not receive him. Why would we not want to receive him? He is love. He is all good. Think about that for one moment. Think of all the good things in your life, all the good things that you could ever hope for, that you could ever wish for, dream of, the best dreams that humanity could ever dream of. That is Jesus Christ. He's all those things wrapped up into one person. How could any human being resist that? Why would you want to? Why would you not freely receive the gift that Jesus himself gives to all humanity? The gift of freedom from all sin. The very thing that keeps us from the presence and throne of God. The true rainbow that comes from God of grace and mercy and truth and peace and joy and true life and love of who God is. Jesus has broken down the barrier that keeps us from that and that barrier is sin. He bore your punishment, my punishment. He broke down that barrier by his own blood and then says, here you go. Please accept it and come into my presence forevermore. To me, it seems like only an insane person could resist that free gift that Jesus so lovingly gave to all humanity. But back to the temptation of Christ. Let's just keep in mind the few things that we can learn from this scripture today that I take from it today is that let's let scripture interpret scripture. When there's a question about scripture or disagreement, let's dig in and dive in and find out what the rest of the Bible has to say about it before we jump to any conclusions or try to form any divisions or any dissensions. Let's dive into the word of God. And then secondly, we're not putting God to the test. We're not in this just to see if something will work or something won't work. No, we're following the Lord and trusting in him in all things. And when uh, when the temptation comes to try to prove something or try to, to see if God's word will work, no, let's just trust in the Lord. Let's place it in his hands. Let's keep feeding on the scriptures and letting it become a part of who we are and letting God give the increase in our lives. So I encourage you today, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Dig into the Bible, let it become a part of you, and then go shine that light out into the world around you today. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, please subscribe so you never miss a day. And then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com to learn more about us. Check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.